Shalom to all. Today's daf is getting daf ayin chesa. We are starting about the third line with a quote from the Mishnah. Afiluhu ima mita v'chulu. And today's daf is sponsored. Lili nishmas Mars Miriam Sarabas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha her neshama should have an aliyah. And Lili nishmas Rabbi Chaim Marcha Ben Rabbi his neshama should have an aliyah. Now the Mishnah had said Afiluhu ima mita v'chulu that if she was in the husband's house and she was laying on a bed, even if he threw the get onto the bed, she's not going to be migreshes. Now Amar Rava says Lo shano el mita shalai. This is only talking about if she was on his bed. Afal mita shalai. If she was on her bed, migreshes. She would be migreshes. At high nami we have a brass just like this, Rabbi Lezer says, If she was laying on his bed and she threw the get onto that bed, she's not Migreshes, but but if she's on her bed, Migreshes, she's Migreshes. Ask the Gemara, okay, if you're telling me that when she's laying on her bed and the get's thrown on the bed, she's Migreshes, well, that's the case of the Kalim of the Lekeach and the Roshos of the Meicher, and Shamas Mina, that seems to be the way we learn from there, that when the Kalim of the Lekeach are in the Roshos of the Meicher, the Lekeach is Kaina. Now this has to do with Machlekes and Basra. We learned yesterday that a person's chatzar can be kind of something for them, like her get placed in her chatzar. And by that same token, a person's object can be kind of something for them as well. Now there's machlaikas in Masechus Basra. if a person's kli can be kind of something for them if it's in the rishos of the meicher. For example, my bag is in your house and you place something in my bag for me to be kind of. Does that work or not? Well, it seems to be from here that it does, because she's on her bed, which is in his rishos, and when he places the get on her bed, she's migreshes. Clearly, kelim of the lakeach and the rishos of the meicher are going to be kind of for the lakeach. So where says, it's not necessarily right. Tzricha, the chiddush over here in our case is the gavaya asara, where the bed is ten tefachim off the ground, so it's considered in a different rishus than the husband's house. As the gemara, how can you say that? There's the place of the legs of the bed. The legs of the bed are resting in the rishus of the husband, so that would technically mean that the bed is in the rishus of the husband. The gemara says, no, amakam kare the inchi. The place where the legs of the bed are resting, a person's not makbid about that place because it's just this very small area, and therefore it's considered like the bed is in a different rishus, and that's why shumigresh has, and this is different than a classic case of kelim. And continuing to explain the Mishnah, this is something similar. We had said, If he throws it into her lap or he throws it into her basket, she's Megreshes. And right now we're assuming that she's in the husband's Rishos or that her basket's in the husband's Rishos. So once again, we ask, Amai, why would that be? Why should she be Megreshes when her get is thrown into her basket? This is a classic case of the Kilm of Lekech and the Rishos of the Meicher. So if you don't the answers, we're talking about where her basket is hanging from her, so it's not in the Rishos of Lekech, it's not in the Rishos of the husband. We're talking about where her basket is hanging from her. Now, Rabbi Shimon Lakishamar, he answers, As long as it's tied to her, even though it's not hanging from her, meaning it could be resting in the Rishos of the husband, but since it's tied to her, and then wherever she goes, it follows her, so that's considered like it's in her Rishos. He says, We're talking about where the basket was in between her thighs. Let's say, for example, she's sitting on the ground, and she places the basket in between her legs, so even though it's resting in the husband's Rishos, he's not mocked with it the basket's there, because he's okay with the fact that his wife is sitting on the floor with her basket in front of her, and therefore she would be divorced when the get lands inside the basket. Now, of he says, We're talking about where her husband sells baskets, and he has a whole area in his house where he places these baskets, and her basket is among them, so he's not mockbit about her basket being there, because all of his baskets are there also. Whereas Rabbi Yechon says, The place where her lap is, is Kanuter, and the place where her basket is to her, meaning her husband's not mockbit on these small things, and therefore it's considered like that area of the house is kanoi to her. And Amar Rav Rav explains, my time there, what's Rebbechan's reasoning? That's because a person's not makbid on the place where her lap is or on the place where her basket is. And Tainam Mehach, we have a brass just like this. If he threw the get to her inside her lap or inside her basket, or like anything else that's like her basket, she's Now we just clarify, what do we come to include when we say? 
say anything which is like her basket. To include the pouch with which she eats dates from, that's considered like her basket. In other words, anything that she needs for her personal use, the husband is not mocked but about the space it takes up, like the basket or pouch, and therefore she's migrashness when he puts the get in there. Something though that we can't necessarily say is for her personal use or that is normal for her, let's say her treadmill, which is often used like a clothing rack and he might be mocked but about, that would not necessarily be like her basket. And moving on to another Mishnah. Mishnah tells us, Amrila, let's say he told her, Take this shtar chayv, or she found the shtar behind him, and she takes it, Kaira, she reads it, and it turns out that it's her get. It's not a shtar chayv, ain't a get, it's not a valid get. Until he tells her, this is your get. Now, another case, Nasan Biyada, let's he place it in her hand, but she's sleeping. Niura, she wakes up. Kaira, she reads it. And it turns out it's her get. And again, it's not a valid get. Until he tells her, take your get. Now, the Gemara asks, Just because now he tells her, this is your get, what does it make a difference? Why should she be Migrashas? It's like him telling her, take your get from the ground. And Vamarava says, If he places her get on the ground and he says, take your get from the ground, that's not valid. He has to give it to her, and over here he had already given it to her in a way that wasn't valid, and now he's telling her, here, take your get, that's not a valid Nasina. So the Gemara answers, The case in the Mishnah where she took something behind him is referring to where she took it from behind him, meaning not that it's on the floor behind him, for example, it's stuck into his waistband, and she reached behind him and she took it from his waistband, that's what Shalfasa means, she removed it from where it was, meaning it was on his person, and that's not considered like she's taking it from the ground. The Gemara continues asking, even if she removed it from where it was, we still need that he has to place it in her hand, and we don't have that here. The Gemara answers, we're talking about where he turned his hip towards her and she took it out of where it was in his waistband. And that act of him turning his hip towards her is like he's handing it to her. And like this, told her, take this or she pulled it out from behind him, if she read it, and it turns out it's her get, it's not a valid get, until he tells her, here's your get. Rabbi, that's Rabbi's opinion. So as long as he tells her afterwards, Hagitech, this is your get, the fact that she took it from his waistband, for example, is not going to pose an issue, and that's considered like an Asina. However, Shimon Alazimer, he tells us, get is not a valid get, until he takes it back from her, and he gives it to her again, and he tells her when he's giving it to her, Hagitech, here's your get. Now, another Machlaikis, the Brassic continues, Nasnubiada, if he places it in her hand, and she's sleeping, and she wakes up, and she reads it, and it turns out it's her get, it's not a valid get, he now has to tell her, take your get. David Rebbe, that's Rabbi's opinion. Whereas Rabbi Shimon Lazar, Rabbi Shimon Lazar says, he has to take it back from her, and give it to her again, and tell her when he's giving it to her, here's your get. And it's Richa, we have to have both of these machlaikas in. If we only had the machlaikas in the first case, when she took it from his waistband, I might say, that over there, the reason why Rabbi says she's Megureshes is because she's able to Megureshes. She's awake. But if in regards to the second case, where he places it in her hand and she's sleeping, she's not able to be divorced when she's sleeping because her hand can't be kind of something for her when she's sleeping. I might say that Rabbi agrees with Rabbi in that second case. So that's why we have to have machlaikas is there as well. If we only had the machlekes in the second case when she's sleeping, I might say, it's only over there that Shimon Lazar says his opinion because she's sleeping. So her receiving the get in that state is not considered a valid receiving and that's why he would have to take it back from her and give it to her again. But in the first case, maybe Shimon Lazar agrees to Rebbe 
Tricha, that's why you have to have the Machlekes in the first case as well. Now, Rav Rava says, Kosov Laged, he wrote her get, Renasum Biad Avda Yashain, and he put it in the hand of her servant who is sleeping, Umshamartai, and she's guarding her servant. How is it get? That's a valid get. However, Nair, if he's awake, Eno Yet, it's not a valid get. Why is that? Because her Chatzar that's being Mishtamer Shloyledaita, this Chatzar is not in her control. Maybe she's considered to be guarding it, she's watching him, but this Chatzar is not really under her control. Because when Ev is awake, he's a walking, talking person who's able to get around on his own. And it's not considered like she's watching him and she's guarding him, so it would not be considered a valid get when the Evid's awake. Now the Gemara asks, Yashin Mishamarta, I raise a get. Amai, you said if her servant is sleeping and she's watching her servant, it would be a valid get when it's placed in her servant's hand. But why should that be? That's considered a walking or a moving chatzar. And a walking or moving chatzar cannot be kind of something. If you want to suggest, Yashin Shani, that when he's sleeping, that's different, and he's not considered a chatzar malachas, a moving chatzar, because he's sleeping, said, that anything, if moving, cannot create a Kenyan. So even if it's standing or sitting, it can't create a Kenyan either. So this Evid, while he's alive, he's considered a Chatzar Malachas, and therefore he wouldn't be considered a Chatzar that brings about a Kenyan for someone else. He can't be considered a Chatzar for somebody else, even while he's sleeping. So my answer is, the halacha that we're referring to over here is talking about where he's tied up. He's bound up, he's tied in chains, and therefore he's not considered a Chatzar Malachas because he doesn't have the possibility of walking. And that's when the get's placed in his hands and she's watching him, so that's considered a chatzar, hamishtameris ledaita, the chatzar's under her control, and that's why she's migurashas. And moving on to another Mishnah. Let's say she's standing in Roshasarabim. And he threw her get to her. Karvla, if it's closer to her, migurashas, she's migurashas. Karvla, if it's closer to him, ain't migurashas, she's not migurashas. Mechzal, mechzal, if it's half half, migurashas, ain't migurashas, she's partially divorced, partially not. And over here, she would have the chumras of both a divorced woman and not a divorced woman. For example, if her husband's a kain, she wouldn't be allowed to stay married to him, but she would require another get. Kiddushin, same thing as with money of Kiddushin. If he throws her money, if it's closer to her, she's Mikudashes. If it's closer to him, she's not. If it's half half, she's half half. Same thing with a Chayv. If Ruven owes Shimon money, Shimon tells Ruven, who's rightly Chayvi, throw me my Chayv, meaning throw me my money. And he threw him the money. If it's closer to Malve, if it's closer to Shimon, so Shimon is Zaychanet, and it's considered like Ruven paid him back. If it's closer to Ruven, to the Leva, to the borrower, the Leva would be Chayv, which means he would still have to pay back the loan. Let's say, for example, something happened to the money, a wind took it and blew it away, and now the money's not here anymore. Ruvian would still have to shell out another $100. If it's half-half, they both would have to split it, which means it's considered like you paying him back 50, and Ruvian would still have to shell out another 50. But now the Gemara asks on the whole premise of the Mishnah. What's the case where it's closer to her, and what's the case where it's closer to him? Rafi answers, If it's within her Arba Amas, that means it's closer to her. If it's within his Arba Amas, that means it's closer to him. We know that dollar amas of a person is kind of for him. In other words, anything within the four amas of a person is automatically considered his. So when we say car of law, it means that's within her dollar amas, so she's migrashas. If it's car of law, that means it's within his dollar amas, and she's not migrashas. So now the Gemara asks, What's the case where it's half half? We're talking about where they're both in the same set of dollar amas, and therefore it's considered 50 50 because it's within her dollar amas, but it's also within his dollar but now the Gemara asks on that. Let's see. Who got to this Daladamas first? If she was in this Daladamas first, and then he walked into the Daladamas, it's like him walking into her Daladamas, and when he throws again in front of her, she should still be considered Migreshes, even though it's also within his Daladamas, because it was her Daladamas first.
first. And the same thing would be the other way around. Where they both came exactly at the same time. It's impossible to be precise about these things. It can't be that they both walked into the same Dalit Amas precisely at the same time. It has to be that someone came first. So Alam Rav Kahn, he answers, We're talking about eight precise Amas. She was walking and stopped at one edge of the eight Amas, and he was walking and stopped at the other edge of the eight Amas. And the get is coming out of his Dalit Amas and her Dalit Amas, which means the get is on the line that's right in between these two sets of Dalit Amas, and therefore it's partially in hers, partially in his, so that's why she's Migreshes for any Migreshes. As the Gemara, still we have a problem. It's considered like he's holding on to it. It's like it's connected to him, because since it's in his Dalit Amas partially, so it's like he's holding on to it, and she shouldn't even be Chetzi Migreshes. The Gemara says, you're right. Both of them say, We're talking about two groups of Edim that are arguing. One of them says it was closer to him. One of them says it was closer to her. Now, Rabbi he gives a different explanation. When he was taught that it's closer to her, what does that mean? Even if it's a hundred amas away from her, as long as it's closer to her, that's called closer to her. And when we say it's closer to him, that could be even if it's a hundred amas away from him, as long as it's closer to him. So, what would a case of Mechtal Mechtal be? So, Amar Shem Abba, he explains, Rabbi himself explained to me, if the husband is able to guard the get, he's able to take care of it, and she's not able to, that means that it's closer to him. If she's able to guard it, but he's not, that's considered closer to her. If both of them are able to have control over the get, they're able to watch it. Or if both of them are not able to control it or take care of it, that's considered 50-50. Now the Gemara tells us, The Rabbanon say the same exact thing in front of Rabbi Yechanan in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, and Amr Rabbi Yechanan said, Our Babylonian friend knows how to explain this reason. Why is he calling him his Babylonian friend? Because Rabbi Yechanan came from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, and Rabbi Yechanan was just remarking in surprise, look, Rabbi Yechanan knows the same reason that I said. And Tainam Yechanan just like this. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, If it's closer to her than him, and then a dog came and took it, meaning it landed on the floor, it was closer to her, and then a dog came and snatched and ran away with it, in Migreshes, she's not Migreshes. Ask the Gemara, in Migreshes, she's not Migreshes. Does that mean she has to always be constantly watching her get? The moment it landed, she should be considered divorced. And even though a dog took it and ran away with it, she still should be Migreshes. Why are you saying she's not? So must be, this is what's being said, if it's closer to her than him, but if a dog were to come and take it, that the husband would be able to watch it and prevent the dog from taking it. And she would not be able to prevent the dog from taking it, then Aini Migreshes, she's not Migreshes, even though physically it might be closer to her, since the husband's able to watch it, but she's not able to, so really that's considered Kari Vlai, because he's the one that's able to watch it and not her. Shinana, sharp one. Then what's the measure? What do we consider closer to her or closer to him? If she could bend down and take it, that's what's considered Kari Vlai or Kari Vlai. However, don't practically paskin in any case until the get actually gets into her hand. Meaning, even though she could just simply bend down and take it, don't paskin she's considered Migreshes until she physically takes it in her hand. And I'm of Mardachai Ravashi, Rav Mardachai told Ravashi, there was a story just like this. The get was thrown right in front of her and she was able to bend down and take it, but she didn't 
didn't take it and something happened to the get, and the Rabbana required her to have chalitza because after this her husband passed away and the fact that they required her to have chalitza means that she was migreshes ve'ena migreshes. She was migreshes to the point that we say the husband's brother can't do yibum, but she's not migreshes enough and that's why she would need chalitza. Now we said in the Mishnah Mechil in Kedushin, this is also in regards to Kedushin. However, Amr Vasi, Amr Biachan, and Rasi says, B'Shem Rabbiachanon, Legitin Amru, this was only said by Gitin, below the Davar Acher, not in regards to something else. Now, Esau Rabbi Abba Rabbasi, Rabbi Abba asked Rabbasi, V'chein in Kedushin. The Mishnah says very clearly, this also applies by Kedushin. If it's Karavla, she's Mekdashas. If it's Karavla, she's not Mekdashas. So we answer no. Shani Hasam, Kedushin itself happens to be different, because it says in the Pasuk, V'yatza V'haisa, and she goes out from him, and she will be V'haisa, she will be to a different man. And that means that we have a Hekash in between Kedushin and Gerashin. And that's why it applies by Kedushin as well, because we have a special Limud. But Esau continued asking, and Rosh says very clearly, this also applies by a chayv. Let's say Baal Chayv said, it's regularly chayvi, throwing my chayv, it was harkalai, and he threw it to him. Karv lamalva, if it's closer to malva, zacha halaiva, the laiva zaycha, meaning it's considered like the laiva paid back. Karv lamalva, if it's closer to laiva, halaiva chayv, the laiva would be chayv to pay back. Mechzal mechzal, it's 50 50, shneim yachlaiku, both of them have to split it. So we see very clearly this applies by chayv as well. So the answer is no. Hachamai skinon, what's our mission talking about? Domrele, where he told him, zregly chayvi, throw me my chayv, vithifter, and you're going to be potter from paying back my chayv as long as it's in a place where I can be shimer it. But if he just said, Zrekli Chayvi, throw in my Chayv, so just because it landed closer to him, that doesn't mean that's considered paying back the Chayv. Ask the Mori that's really so, Milo Memron, then what's the Chiddush over there? Obviously, if he used such a language, so he's clear about how he wants the Chayv to be paid back, so if it lands closer to him in a way that he could watch it, of course the Chayv will be considered paid back. What's the Chiddush? The Quran answers, Let's Richa, the whole Chiddush is over here, to Amalei, where he told him, Zrekli Chayvi Batayra's Gitin, throw in my Chayv like a get. Meaning, however, a get works in this case, like we said in the Mishnah, Karvla, Migreshes, Karvla, so I want my chayv to work the same way. Ask more of a katimayl memra. Still, why is that a chiddush? It's obvious it would work. The answer is malditema. You might have thought matzu armulei that he'd be able to tell him mishatani b'cha. I'm just joking with you, and I wasn't serious. Kamashmal and the chiddush is if he used such a lashon, the bal chayv now can't claim. Oh, I was really just joking, and it would be considered like Ruvain paid his chayv back if it landed closer to Shimon in a way that Shimon can watch it. And the Gemara continues. Amr Chizr Chizr says get biyado mishicha biyadai. Let's say she's holding the get, but he has a string in his hand. This is a literal case of strings attached. You know how the tagline is, here's a sale, no strings attached? Well, this is a get with strings attached. Literally, there's a string attached to the get, and he's holding that string in his hand. So is she migreshes or not? The answer is, if he's able to pull the string and bring the get to himself, in migreshes. So she's not migreshes. But if he's not able to pull the get to himself, migreshes, then she's migreshes. Ask the Gemara, my time, and why is that? Because we need a full-fledged krisos, a full-fledged severance of their relationship, and that wouldn't be applicable in this case if he's able to pull the get back to himself. In another scenario, Omar Vihuda Rav Yehuda says, Let's say her hand is made like a slope, meaning she stuck her hand out, her fingers and her palm were completely flat out, and it was like a slope, which means that when the get lands on her hand, it's not going to rest, it's just going to slide right off. And he threw it to her, it hit her hand, and it fell down. Even though the get reached her, as we said, it touched her hand, ain't migreshes, she's not migreshes. Ask Gemara Amaya, why is that so? Haki nafil, when the get fell from her hand, it fell within her dalad amis, so her dalad amis should be kind of for her. The Gemara answers, we're talking about where it didn't rest. As it was floating towards the ground, let's say a fire came and burnt it up suddenly, or a huge wind came and blew it away, and so it never rested on the ground, so her dalad amis couldn't be kind of for her. The Gemara asks, she should be divorced because it was in the airspace of her dalad amis, and if you're going to say that she's 
not divorced, even though it's in the airspace of Radalad Amas. So Tifshe Debai Rebbe Lazar, let's have an answer for what Rebbe Lazar asked. Arba Amas Amru, this Dalad Amas of a person that's kind of for him, Yeshlein Avir or Einlein Avir, does it have airspace or does it not? Meaning, do we say that something in the airspace of a person's Dalad Amas is considered to be resting in their Dalad Amas and it's kind of for them or not? So Tifshe, let's answer based off of this, the Einlein Avir, that we say a person's Dalad Amas is not including the airspace above that Dalad Amas because we see that the get was in her airspace of the Dalad Amas and she's still not considered Migoreshes. So the Gemara says, no, that's not necessarily Raya. What are we talking about over here? But I made this where she's standing right at the edge of a river. They make Karl Ibudkai. In the first place, anything that's going to land in her Dalad Amis is automatically going to get destroyed. It's going to get ruined because something landing in her Dalad Amis means it's landing in the river and it's just going to get carried away by the current or it's going to sink to the bed of the river. So this is not a standard case of Dalad Amis that has Avir because she doesn't really have Dalad Amis in the first place because she's standing by the edge of the river. And that's why in this scenario, she wouldn't be considered divorced because she never actually held on to the get. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.